And benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of Anopoly Rant. I am your host, Raf Bids. Uh, with Rafa Rispo off today on vacation with the family. Instead, we are joined by Giovanni Gozzolino from Cacho Evasta. Welcome, Giovanni. How are you doing today? Hey, Raf. Thanks for having me, man. I, I got to do my best Raf impression. I don't have the beard like him, but, you know, I'll do my best. I'll do my it's, best. But I appreciate you guys having me on. No, definitely. Thanks for coming. But it is a good, like, mini beard. It's like solid. Yeah, Solid, you know. I mean that it's hard to compare to that mean that that yeah, that Rafa mean and the hair. I, I'm already thinning too, so I don't I don't got any of that. Oh, you look! I look at me, man. Look at me. I, I wore a hat because I'm ashamed, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> but good to be here, man. Uh, <laughs> welcome to everybody in the chat and all over to your listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. Uh, Napoli this week, another big win, man. Nine goals in two games. We beat Monza at the Stadio Diego. Armando Maradona, our first home game in his 22-23 season. We beat them four to nothing. Four porpetto, Giovanni. That's crazy. Right. Crazy. We'll we'll start off the segment with Manzo with Monza. <laughs> and uh for all you there talking in the British language, Manzo means beef. So beef for Monza. Um Giovanni, overall thoughts. Just just kind of give me a quick synopsis of uh of when you watch this game, how it made you feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did give them some beef, some some meatballs, some popetta, but you know they they must have enjoyed it. Yeah. But no, I mean I I was very happy with the game. I think that there were times where um, I was wondering how we would in the attack show off. I mean, and, and with the Verona, obviously there's still chemistry going on with mm-hmm. with certain uh, with certain players in the back line. But I feel like this game we were just relentless going forward. Honestly, I, I right. feel like there were so many chances. Ozyman, I think leads the league in shots. Obviously, he hasn't put them all on target, but he has a couple goals already. So it was happy. I was happy to see that the midfield looks continues to look outstanding. Oh, there's Pete giving some love. Look at him. Yeah, um, Pete's selling the house, man. Back yeah, on the that's porch, right. Gio. But we, uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll explain oh, that God. one later. We'll explain, we'll explain that, later. that one later. Yeah, yeah. But but we had a good game. I think that you know it was already a good improvement from Verona. The 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 lack, not the lack of awareness on defense, but just there were some more spots where we I felt more secure in this game. I, I never mm-hmm. felt like Monza really hurt us. Obviously. Maybe mm-hmm. Mons is a little bit less quality than Verona, but right. no, I think overall it was good. There was a lot of standouts, which we'll get to with our segments in in right. this uh, in the show. Yeah, um, and I was just very happy. There's a lot to build on. There's a lot. It's right. still early. It's right. two games. There's a lot to build on, but it, it's just another step in the right direction, um, and we we continue that way. No, I, I I totally agree. I was some people were telling me about like like oh we gotta be careful Mons. I was like we're gonna kill this team. And I don't care what anybody says. I was so confident, especially after seeing the Verona game. Uh, by, by the way, j- j- <laughs> I get back on the porch. So when we went to the uh, when we went to the when the Napoli to Tri-State Napoli Club when we had to meet G- Giovanni was there. The when yeah. Napoli was it the first goal, Giovanni? Was that right? Was it? The uh, first goal? It was. Yeah, it was. We were we were losing, and then we tied. And of course, I was already on the porch. Or actually, maybe right? It was, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Was it like the first and second goal? Maybe Giovanni was like kind of off to the side doing some work uh, uh, as we were watching the game and we scored. And being as superstitious as we are, we told Giovanni that he has to sit on the porch for the rest of the game. I was on the porch for all five of the goals. And then the sixth one, I finally came off. I was like, we got some padding. We got the lead. I came off. We scored the sixth and it was offside. So I didn't even get a goal. When I was in uh, on the grass with you guys over there, uh, didn't they before. score when you came and kind of sat next to us under the tarp over there? Yep. Like, yep. I, oh man, Ando was going crazy. Yeah, Ando was oh. telling me the whole, the whole day. Child from Lozano country, are you? 
Where's uh, Mexico, Sean? What's going on? Talk to me. I heard you on the show. Uh, by the way, check it out, guys. Uh, Sean Sullivan was on the Fort Sinopoli podcast recently uh, with Joe Fischetti. Uh, definitely check it out, man. It was good to hear him out. And if you're in D.C., stand up. Let's go support each other because he is out there looking for people. So, uh, hey, Antonio DeLuca, welcome. Been around for a few streams. First time commenter, Fort Sinopoli Sempre. Thank you. And thank you for Sempre. watching us uh daniel bowen dan bowen i am loving this guy recently i love him all the time dan bowen but he's really like making me laugh recently destruction of two teams first real test this sunday at the frankie i have a feeling we're gonna kill this team too man i i i think i think that we have a that spalletti has a chip on his shoulder and he really wants to and he really wants to like make up for what happened last year uh with with fiorentina and italiano because yeah, we do need they to had our number. what happened last year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It will be our first test, but I'm we go in confidently. Right. Uh but yeah, four nothing win. Uh super exciting all around. I, I again I think Giovanni, I I I think that I, I feel like we're a little bit more solid, maybe as a group than we were last season. Do you feel the same way, or is there like something more that we need to do? I think you can always improve the team. You know, Ralph, I think that the thing is, with as as a unity, I think that the, the guys do feel united as a group, uh, and that's in that stance. And I, I obviously we're not in the locker room, so we can't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like they just they all have a chip on their shoulder. I feel like they know they let go of three legends. They know the fans are eager to see what this team can do. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I feel like for that reason, they're they're more united than ever. And and some of them right. don't know each other. They just they've just met for the in the past month. But there's right. just a different. Uh, I don't even know. It's just a feeling, like a vibe, or just a different vibe, or just uh, atmosphere that you feel with the mm. team from afar, mm-hmm. at least. So, right. in that sense, of course, there's are there, there are places we can get better. Obviously, we're still looking at Navas and whatnot for the goalie. You you never have enough depth, but we have improved our depth this season. That's a mm-hmm. huge bonus. I think 100%. we have yeah plenty of places. Obviously, the Dem injury hurts a little bit, but we have we brought in Dombell at the, at the right time. We have Labarca playing so well, Anguissa playing so well. So right. I think and we, we still are, got Gaetano in the cut, right? That's he was right. On yeah. They He's still here. say that they want to keep Gaetano and Zerbin till at least January. So that would be huge if they do. And those guys can even get experience with us, not not another team. Absolutely. Well, I yeah. I think he's a good young talent. I would like to see Gaetano on the bench. I mean, why not? Uh, oh, me too. Zerbin got some play recently as well. He got he came on twice. Yep. Reports said that maybe in January they might move him or something, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, playing with that chip, respect. All right. So moving on to the game, guys. I think one of the standout – well, he was man of the match on foot mob rating, uh, Giovanni. And he was one of the candidates for beast of the match for today's episode for the match day two. But uh, we're dubbing this one. No Zelensky, no party. Um, outstanding game. I think he had two assists. Uh, we, we saw he had a goal in the first game. He is way more energetic than last season, I feel like. I think this was a big deal when, <clears throat> when uh, again, I, I hugged Peter Scala when, when Zelensky scored because he had mentioned how he was going to be a key factor. And we saw last year when he struggled in the second half of the season that even Napoli struggled a little bit. They didn't seem to have that you know offensive prowess, that, that forward kind of uh, a, a aggression that sometimes Zelensky brings. How do how how are you feeling about him now? Like looking at him on the field, he looks a little bit more fit. He looks a little bit more energetic. What impression has he been giving you these past two games? You know, Rob, I think the thing with that I'm most happy about in terms of him 
ending up staying. Well, obviously, ho- hopefully, there's still a couple days left. Hopefully, he does stay because he's been amazing. Um, mm. He rejected, as, if reports are true, we don't, you know, he rejected yeah. West Ham to West stay Ham. at mm. Napoli. You know, he could have been making more money in the Premier League. We could have gone over 40 for him, but he mm-hmm. chose to stay. And I think that, you know, obviously us as fans, we want to observe it the right way and in the way that we're thinking, oh, he just wants to stay and prove himself. And so far right. he has. You know, he, right. he has the two assists. You're right with that. He's leading the league so far, obviously, two games, but two assists. His dribbling and the movement that he has, we all know. He's one of the best dribblers in the league, you know. Yes. And that's also true, Pete. As long as he's healthy and he's ready to go, he's one of the best midfielders in the Absolutely. league, it's not a biased thing. It's a true thing. A lot of teams, like in the past, Bayern wanted Zielinski. You know, you don't have a Bayern wanting Zielinski if he if he's nothing. You know, he's right, he is exactly a top player. Um, and his the thing for him is, as you mentioned, consistency is key. If he's not consistent, we're going to struggle. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. We, we you said it from last year. We saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes he has five brilliant games and he doesn't. He disappears for like ten. Right. You know, it, you know, it's not an exaggeration. But when it happens. It, it, it really causes us to struggle because then going forward, even even sometimes tracking back, you know, obviously he's not a defensive-minded center, center midfielder, sure. but just all of that combines into really just one area of of just being solid for us. So I'm very happy with what he, what he has been doing the first two games. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll see what he does against a better opponent in Fiorentina this weekend. Um, but he also has nine chances created. That's tied second through two games. You know, in two mm-hmm. games, right. nine chances, that's huge. That's so huge. big chance. As long as, and then he has the wingers that he can give the ball to that so far have been producing. Right. Obviously, we'll get into Kavara. Sure. Um, so very, very, very pleased. And he does look a lot more fit too, Ralph. You did say it. He does look good. He just looks like he's in great shape. So right. And that that was my biggest. You know, everybody knows that after the COVID, he was having a little bit of issues. Uh, I'm gonna read this one out. Mateo Casella says, Insignia and Zilu would take each other's space. Cavada doesn't so he is free to roam and make runs into the box. And I, I think we saw evidence of this in the first game where there was just this huge space, and Zilu just runs, and Cavada picks his head up, was like, This is an e- this is an easy clinical pass, and yep. boom. And 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 Zelensky finishes it. Do you think he would have finished that shot last season, Zelensky? At the end of the season, how? No shot. At the end of no the season, shot. I think he 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 wouldn't even have the. But we know this dude could score from anywhere. We we right. know it too. We we know what he what he's capable of. That's the thing. Um, and I I going back to the COVID point as Pasquale just mentioned too, and you did before. I I think that mm-hmm. was a big thing. I think we've seen it even in Ozyman a little bit too. He had COVID too and came back a little slow. Right. So yeah. I, I think it does affect the players, obviously, in their cardio. Um, and he had a, a full off season, and he's, he played well for Poland, too. So right. all we need is for him to continue doing that. And, and and what you said, too, about the spaces, like yeah. him and Kavara have been able to roam around everywhere. You you find Kavara, too, from on the left all the way on the right. And right. so it's just a beautiful thing. Ever since Saudi, I feel like we haven't really lost our football. Like our football has maintained as, you know, one of the top qualities in the league. It's just that, you know, the results – sometimes fail us but the football itself is something that i still have enjoyed seeing you know personally absolutely absolutely you know after we we were bit we were in a bit of a transition mode i feel like uh after saudi but it it, it seems to be coming around full circle and you know now that spalletti had a year with the team he has his chance you know he had his chance with with adl in, in a better market we're in champions we're attracting these players uh and and now he's you know, trying with this new system, it just seems to be working. And Zelensky, who was, I guess, in Saudi, he, he was kind of the back. He did about 1,500 minutes or so uh, in that 2018 season. But Zelensky is very familiar with this formation. He's very familiar with this style of play. And 
And uh, I mean, the whole midfield is great. I mean, I'm pointing out Zelensky today. We had Lobotka was on. He was our beast of the match last last episode. And and Guisa has been a killer so far. And we're just kind of waiting for him to do big things. So these three have been really exciting. Uh, Jan Grimm, I put it up. I just didn't like when he played next to Fabian. We lacked the defensive awareness. True. And even with like, I used to hate on Fabian a lot. And then like Rafa Rispo changed my mind. But I'm kind of going back to the hate again because, you know, the with everything that's happening uh, and and the fact that I he just, like, I know he was a good player, but he never wowed me. You know, I was never like, wow, look at this guy. And it was, I had to, like, kind of force myself to like him a little bit. So, um, <laughs> Joey Carson Alice, I'm digging his 4-3-3. Suits the skill set of the squad. Kudos to Spalletti. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, man. But moving moving forward or moving backwards in this case, uh, we're calling this one silent but deadly. Uh, this is about Kim. Now, I, the reason why I went silent but deadly was not, not because we're we're farting and nobody hears it and really smells, <laughs> but but rather because there's like uh, this guy is dubbed the monster, but he's yeah. he he's he's not a monster at all. Like I, I mean, no, gentle least, giant. He's like a gentle giant. I feel like would be the, the better. But he does things out in the field that he don't seem flashy. It's it, it, it might not make a highlight reel, but damn, it, it it is effective. So it is silent, but it is deadly between his interceptions, between that stomp kind of uh, um, uh, defense that he does, that he can just completely turn around and box out a player, and that's it. Like, these, these forwards are going to bounce off this guy's back. And on top of that, he has he made his first goal in his second game at his first game at the Maradona. I mean, were you worried about this guy when he first came? Like when, what, when uh, you first signed him, like what, what was your first thing and first impression? Or I actually first thoughts about when we signed him going into like what we've seen in these past two games. It's funny too, because some of these guys probably watching this this episode of the show right now, just that know me from from Twitter. Uh, I said from this, as soon as we were linked to him, I said right away, I'll be the biggest Kim supporter this season um, for all of us. And not because I knew what he was capable of, because obviously we all act like professionals when, we, when we're linked to players. We watch highlights and we're like, oh, we know this guy's going to be good. It's yeah. tough to do that. You know, it's always tough to really um, think, just evaluate the player. You're not the scout. Right. You're not there in person. So it's really hard to do that. But, you know, with your own eyes and if you take your time to go through games, yeah, you can you can come with your, with that evaluation. Mm -hmm. I saw the I saw his height, big guy. He's yeah. almost I think he is just as tall as Ramani. So you Might have, be. you know, maybe even taller. I don't know, just the way he seems, but um, you know, that that helps in one thing. He clearly gets into the box a lot. Um, that goal, yeah, it was his goal, but there was also that chance in the first half that went right over the bar. The yes. guy is going to be a threat on on set pieces. It seems yeah, like he can, 100%. he has he has lift. Um, he can get over a defender without hopefully being handsy. So far, you know, in two games, he hasn't been too handsy. Um, so you know, he also brings a aerial awareness. Yes, and I and, and Dan's yeah. right there too. I was going to yeah. get to that next. His calmness is kind of it's like eerie almost like it's just like how how is he so calm in a new era a new environment mm. and i it was funny too when they when they give him kind of the initiation kind of thing in in the first team yeah, dinner the, and he did the, the, the gangnam style, style. like yeah, yeah you know it's so funny and, and kind of corny but I'm, I'm 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 glad that he was able to do that in a comfortable manner you know what i mean right like, i just feel right. like some players if especially when you come to napoli if you're not going right. to be comfortable and 
take the challenge of you know putting yourself out there in front of the mm-hmm. city, the fans, and your team. Absolutely, it might not end up pretty well for you. You know, it's not going to end up looking good. But no. he's he's been someone that I think has embraced the atmosphere, embraced the the, the culture so far. Um, and then just defensively, like you mentioned, like the he just the aggressiveness. I'm happy about that. It's almost right. as if like because you remember Kulibly, obviously. Listen, it's going to be ever, it's always going to be so hard to replace a world class sure. defender. You know yeah. that? And we all know that. That's just an obvious thing. No one has to say that. We know that he's not going to, you know, it's going to be hard to, to fill those shoes. But he he hasn't shown me that he's scared to get in for a tackle. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be in there as much as he can to, to, um, to just, get in the way of things. He has a couple, I think he has nine clearances already in the season. He, mm-hmm. all those aerial duels I checked from last game. I went and do some research hundred uh-huh. percent. He went, he went, he won them all in the air. A right. bunch of recoveries, 18 recoveries through the first two games. And you know why that's impressive too? His speed. Yes. I think he's very fast. Like he, we've fast. seen him track back. Yeah. Right. And we also seen him run forward and he was zipping oh, right through, man. Holy. Well, he was supposedly, he was a, he wanted to be a striker from what I understand when oh, he was really? younger. He was a strike. He started like when he was a kid playing football, he started off as a striker. However, because it was so competitive, because there were so many other people kind of like gunning for that spot, he figured he had a better chance playing defense. So he started playing defense. Now, you have this really tall guy now, and obviously that's really important as a center back. But the fact that he probably had some of that experience as a striker initially as a kid, he probably learned to use his speed and his footwork, and now he's kind of bringing it to his game when he needed, uh, when 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 you know when when he needs to. And I think we saw that against Verona where he tracked forward. I mean, nothing happened from it, but you can imagine if he starts doing that a little bit more throughout the season, what you know, it could set up a goal, it could yeah. set up an assist, or 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 just disrupt teams defense because now you got Cavada running at you you got Olsen running at you you got Lozano running at you you have Zelinsky running at you you don't know maybe Lobotka can run at you and right 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 through the defense now you got this big you know big gentle giant but still big guy <laughs> running forward at you like anybody can come at you at any time this is going to cause hell to any back line in Serie A and I, I, it's just like another asset. It's like another weapon. Hundred percent. Athleticism in, in is off the charts. That's the thing. I didn't know that, by the way. I didn't know that if, if that's true about him being a forward when he's younger. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could probably it translates to what we've seen so far. The athleticism has been there, um, and you know, a lot of teams too. Like there were teams linked to him too, and I feel like if if a team's linked to a player for twenty million, you know, he's not really going to be someone who. No one wants to invest their future, and he's he's like twenty five. So we we want to invest our future into this guy, you know, mm-hmm. for the next few years. And we and the chemistry, building his chemistry is going to be important. And so far, it's been it's been good. Um, and I could see him maybe going forward a little bit. It kind of like remember Cooley uh, Blee used to make them run sometimes. And you know what's even yeah. greater too is like I mean this is pure speculation on my part, mm-hmm. just from what I've seen. But mm-hmm. we haven't seen Oliveira really start yet as a left back. And right. from what I've heard so far, what I've seen is that he's better defensively. So you never know when when Kim pushes forward, he can just tuck back in with Ramani and, and Dilo sure. back there, and Kim can make a run. You, it it yeah. could work. So it I can I can work. definitely see that happening. Um, but I think chemistry is the most important thing. If Kim if Kim um, just keeps improving, obviously against the big teams where we're going to get those tests. So right. if he if him and Ramani can be solid back there, then. I'm not worried about the attack because so far it should, we have a lot of firepower. We have we have players we haven't we haven't even brought in yet. We haven't seen right. we haven't seen Simeone when when Ozyman's right. off. Yeah. You know we have a lot of options, so that's sure. what, I, I, that's what makes me happy. 
No, absolutely. We'll definitely get into that in the main rant tonight. I do want to read off one thing because I wanted to bring this up, and I'm glad Claudio did a rant. Claudio Trophy says, with the size of Kim, Rachmani, Cavada, Nguisa, Osi, <laughs> I never want to see a short pass corner, short pass on a corner again. 100%. You mentioned it a little bit, Giovanni, uh, when we first started this segment. But there was about, I think, in about three or four of those corners, the setup was similar. You saw Anguisa, I think Rachmani, and Victor kind of like huddle up right next to each other in the middle of the box, like center to, 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 the, to the net. And then Kim would make kind of a run out to the back post, waiting for either like a yep. longer ball that would go over or maybe like a deflection, um, like something we saw with the first goal, Morona, with, with Di Lorenzo when uh, uh, Osinem kind of stretched out his leg there. But you can see like these corners now are being set up for Kim to take a header at that back post. We saw it the first one, like you said, the, in, in the beginning of the game where he missed it, but it was a good try. If you look at the other two corners after that, it's the same setup. Mm -hmm. and, and then finally, towards the end of the game, it actually, well, I think he was a little bit more centered at that point, but either way, he got his head on the ball, but they're aiming for him. They're certainly aiming for him. Oh, this guy is huge, and he's strong. He took his marker and just like, guy, could not do anything. He just fell right over and fell right on top. Yeah, you of sat him down. Yeah, definitely look out for this, man. I think he's going to get a lot of goals in this area. So uh, certainly look out for that. Man. That's a good point, Claudio. Yeah. Don't forget D'Lo. No, I do not forget D'Lo. D'Lo has been an absolutely great captain uh, lately. Hugging his – he gave a big hug to a lot of the goal scorers. I think Kim was one of them. He just kind of embraced him really hard. So D'Lo's doing great. We all know what to expect from D'Lo. So I, I'm not even worried. You know, I'm not even – no. Um, but anyway, we got a beast of the match today, guys. I want to get everybody in the chat. Who do you think your beast of the match was this week? Uh, we had a few takers, uh, uh, Giovanni. Um, I, I nominated about three guys because I, I just I, I wasn't I wasn't sure. And I think this is a good problem to have. Having a hard time picking out who beasted the game, not because of the lack of it, but the abundance of choices. Man, this was tough. So I like to get everybody in the your what up, though, by Dan. Uh, I like to get up. I like to get everybody in the in 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 the chats and see what they thought was their beast of the match, and then uh, we will get ours. All right. So beast of the match, Mons up. Here we go. I had to do it, guys. Cavada, Cavada gets the win for me this week. Now, it was almost Zelensky, Giovanni, and I mm -hmm. wanted to kind of pick Zelensky, but at the same, but he, with that, funny enough, Foot Mob had Cavada as beast of the match right before Zelensky sent in that corner that uh, Kim scored. Kim mm -hmm. converted with his head. And gave two assists to Zelensky. Because of that, it brought Zelensky from like an 8.8 .8 to a 9.2. Hence earning him man of the match for foot mob. Leaving Cavada kind of second with an 8.9. But I I think in this case, I know Beast is Zilu. See, Zilu. Oh, man. I wanted no, to pick them, guys. The, the Zilu lovers are here. 
Yeah, no, we have big Zelensky fans in here. Joey Carver, Joey Good. Guys, I believe me, Zelensky was a beast, and but he became man of the match right after that assist. I'm gonna tell you why I picked Cavada and then Giovanni. I want I want to hear what you think. The reason why I picked Cavada was probably a compound of what he did against Verona and then what he did in 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 Napoli. I mean, he gets a goal and an assist in his first game in Serie A after all the question marks. Then he, Peter Zillo. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> boo. <laughs> I should have won my first thing to say, but I'll come on. But I'll tell you why. Again, he gets his goal and he gets an assist in his first game after all the question marks. Fine, Verona. They're depleted. Yada, yada, yada. Doesn't matter. He still showed up. He still did. He comes into the Maradona. And scores two goals in his first game in the Maradona against Monza. Again, was the defense a little in Monza? Yes. Mm. But y'all, he beat two, he beats two def- drops his shoulder, beats two defenders, and then slips in a shot under a third defender and the goaltender in the far Incredible. side of the post. That's a crazy goal. And then from a back heel from Zelinsky, again, another maybe Zelinsky gets the honorary beast of the match as well with him, but Zelinsky was the man of the match. He gets a back heel from him. <clears throat> and I don't know what was happening with the Munza defender in that case. I don't think he was quite quick enough to get to the ball. Kavada notices this, attacks the ball, gets it, and does a fucking Tita G right yeah. to the net. I mean, uh, it was just it, too good. That's to beastly. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, you you, you had the right choice. I would have picked Kavar too. And listen, I we we've just pulled up like five comments for Jalen. Listen, we we love we love Piotr, okay? I mean, like we love him. You yeah. know, he he but this is just an Ota Kovar. I think the mm-hmm. thing is too, uh, and Joey, you're right. We, there could have been three because Kim three. could have probably gotten one too. Right. Uh is always a stud, so it could have been right. easily three or four. But I agree with the Kavada thing. I I do. Kim I, was I, also, by the way, one of the nominees. So 100%. it was Kim, Zelinsky, and Kavada. I picked one from each, one from each uh, area of the field. And it, it, any one of those could have won. Any one of those. Any one of those. Absolutely. But we'll continue, uh, Giovanni. No, I was just gonna say, like, I I feel like this kid right here is just owning his area. You know, just like owning the experience. Mm-hmm. You could see what it means to him when he scores a goal. Like he's he is pumped up. You know, I think he's really playing for Definitely. his name too. Not only for yeah. the team, but just for himself. For himself, you never know what you know he's been through. He came. For, he was playing in the Russian league. Then the whole you know thing happened, and he had right. to go back to his home of Georgia. And then we we got him here. So I I feel like he, if we're gonna talk about people playing with the chip on their shoulders, I feel like he's probably one of them, and mm-hmm. he's here to show that you know people that he's re- the real deal. And we'll get to it because I feel yeah. like we, we can talk about him forever. But we the could. things he's been doing is just incredible. It's simply incredible. And I know that's part of our next segment, so that's why I haven't. Said said everything about Kavara, but I no. agree with you. He he had to be beast of the match in this scenario. Yeah, I'll read off Luigi Dallavecchia. Hello guys, Forza Napoli, sempre Forza Napoli to you, Luigi Dallavecchia. Kavara at the moment is just giving fifty percent of what he is capable of. We are gonna have fun this year. I hope you're right, Luigi. Uh, which kind of brings us, you know, to our next topic. We're gonna segue right into it. Is it beginner's luck for Kavara? I mean. Listen, he made beast. I'll tell you why I ended up going to him over Zelensky. Uh, one of the biggest reasons was after he scored the goal, his celebration. He was charged, man. He was just beating his chest. He didn't hold back. It really made him feel good. A lot of people were asking, you know, he has to adjust. Is he nervous? Da da da. 
we still have to see what he's capable of doing against against stronger teams. Fine, I'll give him that. I don't want to overhype the guy, but what I will confirm is that he's not scared. I don't think he's worried. I don't think he's nervous. I think his nerves nerves were like maybe in the first 15, 20 minutes or so against Verona, and then after that, goodbye, because now he has three goals and an assist, okay? And he's winning beast of the match in our, in our second game match here. So uh, he looks pumped and ready to go. And to do all that on your first two games and the age that, I mean, this kid, he's young, and, and it's not like he has experience in the top leagues. No. To me, when you put all that together, these first two games, that to me is beastly, and that's to, to me why he won. Zulinski was necessary, hundred percent. But I think, considering the expectations, that's why he won beast of the match. But is it beginner's luck, or is the kid really special, Giovanni? I don't think it's beginner's luck. I, I truly, I truly do not think it's beginner's luck. I, I was in a in a work league recently playing soccer, and I've been mm-hmm. telling them since we signed him. I've been mm-hmm. telling him, I was like, hey, watch out for, for Kavicha. Watch out for Kavar. I'm telling you guys, watch out, watch out, watch out. And everyone was like, yeah, w- what are you talking about? This kid's from Georgia. He doesn't play in any of the top leagues. And I'm like, dude, I know I'm not a scout, but if yeah. you sit and watch this kid, like, it's incredible. For what he did for Georgia, too. Like, I was looking back when we first right. signed him. Against Spain? The, the, right? Against Spain, he had that great goal. And then mm-hmm. in his last, like, eight games for Georgia in the Nations League and some friendlies, he had six goals and three assists. You know, this mm-hmm. guy is literally the – uh, catalyst of Georgia. And, right. and when you take him and put him in this environment, first of all, if he's going to play on the left, you know whose replacement he is. He's, he's Insignia's replacement. And when Insignia first came back, uh, first came up, this is the type of things he would do. And I, I not even maybe dribble as good. You know what right. I mean? And, and But he was explosive, Insignia, when he was young. He was explosive. He would go up that, that wing. He would tear it up. We'd see, you know, magic from him. So for, for Kavar to step in there and do what he's done so far, it can't be beginner's luck. I think this kid is truly uh, world-class. I I, I tr- truly do think he's going to be a world-class player if he's not already. Yeah. He has that potential. Um, of course, like, don't get me wrong. Of course. He, he, it's been Monza, a newly promoted team that's never right. been in Serie A. And then Hellas Verona, who is way worse than the Verona we've played the past few years that have thwarted us a little bit, right? But Verona has right. been our nightmare in a way. So that was an, a good test already. Um, they He will be defended. You know, he will be defended by by teams. Yep, Joey, 100%. Teams are not going to let him roam. You're right. And, and there are, he's going to get doubled at times uh, with with the center back on that side. Listen, it's going to happen. He's not going to be perfect every game. But if he can just continue, even even what he's been doing so far. And, Dan, I was just going to get get to this, Daniel, like perfect transition. Mm-hmm. There is no fear. Like, he, he will keep sending in those crosses. He will keep sending in those balls. He, he will keep trying to do something. Those first few... Uh, minutes like you mentioned, Raf, where he was yeah. kind of nervous. Even in even at home, this last game, the first few minutes, I feel like with his dribbling, it's so good, but he's he does a little bit too much sometimes. I mm-hmm. that I don't think that's him of trying to be flashy. I think that's truly his style of play, mm-hmm. and that's what he wants to impose on the game. But listen, yeah. he he showed his vision right with that pass to Zielinski in the first game. Absolutely, he showed the quality with Ida Jeet already. The, the first two games that we got one already, mm-hmm. we're in store for some good things. Though right. that that chop kind of cutback that he's been doing. He, we've seen in preseason. He did it right. in this game, in a Serie A mm-hmm. game. He's done it. Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned it. Defenders weren't great, but still. Listen, right. I, I truly think we're in for a big season from him. I Obviously, okay, maybe the goals might not be uh, at this high of a rate, but 
Um, he will adjust, and, and Joey too. That's another thing. He's like just starting to to play games with with Ozyman. Yep. You know, like it was right. Ozyman and him are aren't even together for for a month. You know, and just two Serie A games. Right. So I think we have a lot to see from Pavar. A lot to see. I'm I'm totally with you there, John. That's why I'm really confident. All my my camera's a little. I, I do this little trick to get me back in focus, but. Uh, I'm I'm totally with you there, Giovanni. I mean, he he seems to, again, I just like his confidence. That to me is enough to to maybe carry him on through to the rest of the season. So that's why I'm not as worried. Now I know some people were, were telling talking about you know double teaming, like you mentioned as well, Giovanni. And yes, I think that's going to happen. But again, you start pulling defenders uh, away from uh, their 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 position. You got Ozzy in the cut. Like you said, you got Zelensky, you got Labotka that can run through. We saw uh, what what happened when when Oz, Ozinem was was drawing defenders and gave space to Labotka, and Labotka was buried the Barry one. So I think that's why I'm so happy for the team because the goals can come from it. We had five goal scorers in the first game. Then we had what? Well, Cavada had two, then another three goal yeah, another scorers, three. and one coming one coming from our defender. I, I mean, like. That that's got to be a good sign. I mean, we'll get into it in the in the later portion. But beginner's luck? No, I don't think so. I think this guy is really truly hungry. You know, he won't do this every game, but I truly think, <coughs> excuse me, that he's hungry and he's ready to go and he's ready to make his yeah appearance or his, his make his mark. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Make his mark on in this league, in this city, our league. And look, everybody's going crazy for him. So, I mean, shit, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. Ooh. I'm excited. Right. I, I mean, we saw a lot of uh, Atalanta against Milan and, and, and I think Milan had some trouble because Atalanta was playing tough D before we move on, Giovanni, is there any team or any defense that maybe you're worried about against Cavada who, who can try to stifle him a little bit? Is, is there any one team? I mean, off the off the bat, I think Inter. You know, I think Inter has a lot of versatility, and plus they play three five two. So, like, you know, obviously mm -hmm. they have their three center backs, yeah. um, and they have those wing backs that are quick that can track back too. You know, you have Dumfries there. I think yeah. if I have to name one off the rip off my head, yeah, it's it's Inter. I think that they would be able okay. to group him more. You know, close him off on that side, maybe not let him roam, and you know. But that, to your point, that doesn't mean that you know we can't get Oziman open, or we haven't seen Raspadori wherever he's going to play. He could play behind Oziman. He could play on the right. He could play wing too. So, right, it's going to free up some space for somebody. Obviously, things are not going to always go to plan. Like we, you mentioned, it like it's he's not going to be scoring those type of goals every game. He might not score for for a couple of games, but it doesn't mean that um, he's not the real deal. And I think that. Right. It's only natural for somebody to get defended, right? I mean, unless you're literally of the top player in the world, and even then, you know, we've seen Koulibaly defend Mbappe and things like that, right? In the past, right? So it's gonna happen. It's a natural right. thing. It doesn't mean that he, the kid, is not real. The kid can't play. So far, yeah. he's not. He's not proved us wrong. So far, he's he showed us that he he's got something to give. Let us know what you think, guys, in the in in the chat as well in our comments for the replays. Do you think it's beginner's luck? How do you feel about Cavada? Let us know, man. We like to uh, we like to respond to a couple of those things. Um, we so these past two games. Now, obviously, I, I think Napoli was harshly judged a bit because of their market. And well, you know, we we lost these main guys, right? And all of a sudden. The approval ratings, the expectations for Napoli just completely 
drop Giovanni. Like it was like the end of the world and and this team is trash. And and I mean, I don't care if you are a Napoli fan or a City A fan or a pundit or a bookie. Nobody gave Napoli the time of day after we sold those guys. And nobody gave the confidence to ADL to 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 to, to kind of like redeem himself. Now I understand that. I understand it is my nephew right here. What up, Dominic? What's going on? Uh, I understand that losing those guys was rough. It was a big emotional punch to the stomach. And it was, I mean, I was worried too. Rafa Rispo was worried too. He's in the house here. Rafa Rispo was worried too. We were all a little worried, like, holy shit. How do you just get rid of all these guys? And like, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? We're, we're screwed this season. So the panic button was hit. But here's the deal. We came back. We started the season. We got a few guys. We got some more guys. We'll get into that. I don't want to go too much into that. But I'm calling this next one pump the brakes. Now, pump the brakes. Uh, but here's the deal. Our, we had Verona and Monza, and I, I guess everybody's Napoli. You know, everybody's opinion was like, "Well, Napoli only played Verona, Monza. Verona was depleted." Like you said earlier, Giovanni Monza just came up from Serie B. But if you really look at the other top teams, I mean, they weren't really challenged either. It wasn't like they were facing each other. I mean, you, you had Inter. I think was what with, with uh, Lecce and Venezia. I think their first two games. And uh, Spezia, yeah. Was it Spezia? Yeah, Spezia. All right. Uh, Juve had Sassuolo. Today they faced, uh, who was it? Uh, Sampdoria. They they faced Sampdoria and tied. Uh, they had a gimme goal from Sassuolo. Let's keep it real uh, for their second or third goal. Milan played. They It was a tough, a slightly tough game with Indonesia, but another gimme goal that was given to, to Milan. Let's keep it real. And then uh, what was their last one? man? Or the one before. I think they were Spezia, no? I think they were Spezia. Milan, they had uh, Atalanta. Atalanta. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. But, I mean, is it justified to say to Napoli that, hey, relax, it was this, only these two teams – or do you think that maybe like it was? Th this is kind of the same for all the other top teams for these first two games at the very least. Yeah, I think if you're gonna look at who had the tougher start between uh, the the top four from last year, mm -hmm. probably Milan because of the Atalanta game, obviously. Um, whereas we've seen Inter struggle. It took a 95th minute winner by Dumfries. Uh, Juventus tied to Sampdoria, but they're banged up as well, so I get it. But they they tied Sampdoria. But Sassuolo was bad mm -hmm. um, in the first game. Then you have um, who else? Oh yeah, that's it. And then Roma. Even if you want to talk, throw Roma into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Yes, goals, Roma as well. Roma two as well. goals okay. in the first two games. Two goals. They did get the points though. So like you know, they, they got their six points. Good for them. But two goals against Cremonese and who was their first game? Salernitana. Salernitana. So, that was the, the other one. It's okay. the same. That's, it's the same thing. Where it's like that's the one you want. You want to bash Napoli for like being scoring nine goals and having the most goals in the league and um and playing the lesser teams. So is everyone else besides Milan. You know, Milan is right. the only team where you could say, oh, you know, they dropped some points to a, a solid team, but everyone else is the same. Right. Who's who's seen the most convincing side so far? We have. Napoli has been the most convincing side. Now, you know, whoever knows me knows that I'm not the 
most optimistic person. Like I'm very realistic. I, I am pessimistic. I can get pessimistic, but I think okay. I, in a way I'd like to be realistic. So of right. course, are, are we going to take these first two games and say we're going to win the title? No, you can't say that. Any any normal person would just know like sure. it's going to take a lot. We have to see what we do next week. You know that's our first right. test. Then we and I and I have our schedule here. We have Fiorentina away. Then we have Lecce at home. We play Lazio after them. Then Spezia right. and then Milan before the international break. Right. So we have yes. Fiorent, Fiorentina a game, then Lazio a game, and then Milan. Those are three big tests in the next five. You know, Definitely. depending. What where we're at at the at the first international break is is the first step. I think that's where we could finally say, should we pump the brakes? Do yeah. we still have holes, or um, are we the real deal? And obviously, the the season's long. There's 36 more games. The season's so long. We're gonna have these same questions that they're having for us for other teams. Mm-hmm. And and Rafa, I, I agree. That's what I was thinking too. Roma's been uninspiring. Um, Zaniolo's gotten hurt. Wijnaldum. Zaniolo got hurt today in the Zaniolo shoulder. Got hurt right? today yeah. for, he might be out for, I think, three to four weeks, I said, is what they mm-hmm. said. Uh, you know, Wijnaldum, that's sad. I would never want – you know, you don't want injury on anybody. The, the tibia fracture, that's horrible for them. Yeah. So they they brought in signings, a couple signings, but, like, Dybala hasn't showed anything yet. And I mm-hmm. think they're also, like, kill, um, blowing it out of proportion, what I meant to say, Roma signings, yeah. just because they have Mourinho. That, that's really – what people should be happy about. They have Mourinho, mm-hmm. but they only signed Dybala, who we have to see. Can he stay on the field for 30 out of 38 games? Like, we don't even right. know that. Health, you know? Um, and now Wijnaldum, like, of course, we would never have known that would happen. But it was just, it was really Dybala, Matic, Wijnaldum, and uh, Celic, uh, the right mm-hmm. back. So it's right. not like they really, and then obviously, of course, Napoli lately, the past few weeks, made those crazy signings. So, you know, it's, I think if someone's going to say, um, pump the brakes, I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you had a very fair point, and it's very fair to say that that should be the same for all the other teams. Right. Why, why right. is it only Nobly that needs to get this break? You know, And we won that first game against Verona. I remember, too, someone uh, brought up the betting odds the next day. Mm-hmm. We went even lower. We were like plus 1,400 to win the league the day right. before we won. We right. won, and then we were plus 2,200 or something. How is that possible? You win 5-2, and you, and you go, your odds worsen. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. I think it's anyone's. Are we the favorite? I I would still, if you're gonna ask me, Rob, I would say maybe Inter is a favorite. Okay. Um, Juve, if they were healthy with like Chiesa from the start, Pogba from the start, of course they're a good team. But after seeing these signings from us, why can't we? Why why right. can't we be in the conversation? You know, and I I think top four, we are strong for the top four. You know, but sure. why why after all these signings can we not challenge? It's, I don't I don't think I don't think it's that a you know, obnoxious to say that we can't challenge. Agreed. I, I, I think that's everybody's general feeling about this. I won't go into too much, but I think it yeah, comes down to... I rambled to, a little bit. No, no, that's what we do here. That's why we call it the rant here. I love it. Uh, but I, I would definitely want to get to the next topic and, and then we'll close out. But I, again, I, I think that's the big thing. It's like, not that we want to be told that we're the Scudetto winners or, or, or top four or anything, but at least respect us as contenders. Just as much respect you gave to Roma at the beginning of the season because of Dybala or Roma or Mourinho or whatever, but at least put Napoli. Yeah, hashtag why not us? At like least that. put I'm gonna leave that there for a minute, but at least give us the respect to call us contenders, you know, at, at least include us in the conversation a little bit because not because just because we're Napoli, but because of what we've done, what we've done over the past 10 years. I think we've earned our keep. We've earned that respect and I, we want to start seeing it 
we want to start seeing it, man. Like, I'm tired of this old school 1994. There's only three teams, and every now and then either Roma or Lazio will be the fourth team. I'm tired of it. I don't want your grandfather's league anymore. I want our league. I want the new league. I want the new Serie A. We talk about Serie A improving. Well, it starts with including other teams and making the team, making the league more powerful and stronger. There's just more to it than Milan, Inter, and Juve. All great teams. All great teams. Don't get me wrong. But there's more to it now. And we should start talking about these things and make the league a little bit more attractive. So that's uh, that's what I want to say about that. These guys want to prove it and play thus far. I, I agree. I agree. But anyway, let's get to our last topic here uh and then we'll head out we'll spend a few minutes giovanni we'll do like about five six minutes on yeah. this and then we'll get out of here all right but is adl and sscn the right direction now again i spoke about a little bit in the beginning of the episode but we we we, we said that adl i mean just completely changes the, the look of not completely but f- takes away some of the most important pieces some of our most important players that we've had over the past eight ten years all in one shot. I mean, that's hard for anybody to absorb. Anybody. And we, we saw the emotional response 100%. that happened after that. But then one name here, one name there. I mean, Cavada, I mean, Cavada Oliveira came like even before the season ended. We had those guys on lock. Um, Kulabali goes all of a sudden, Kim Ostigard right there. Um and then in one week we get Simone Raspidori, Raspidori and and in um Numbele, yeah. right? Like, and they're on the bench for the next game, all three of them. Is Napoli headed in the right direction? Considering these last two games and what we've seen, you know, the results on the field as well as the, the, the results of the gameplay. Are we going in the right direction? Did ADL do a good choice? And do you see his approval going a little bit d- despite his, you know, that man, you know, his little mouth and that he got on him? But do you see the approval rating getting a little bit better for ADL uh, over these, you know, next couple weeks? I think so, man. I mean, you know us Snobby fans, and like maybe we not us per se, but you know, even the ones I like this. I'm oh, sorry. I like that. That's good, Nick. Yeah. All but, day all day long. But I mean, in you know. Especially the fans in Italy and, and Napoli, because they're right there, you know, up front with the team in in the city. Of course, like if if the, if the team goes out against Fiorentina and doesn't perform, they're gonna get, they're gonna give right against them again. Anyway, it's it's all dependent on on the results too, you know, with some fans. But listen, Roth, like we've known since since it started with with ADL the past few years, we've known that there's a Rahi relationship. Sometimes there's a lot of ADL supporters, a lot of ADL mm-hmm. haters, right? People who are realistic and just take the situation and go as it goes. Um, I think that, you know, it is the right step in the, in, in the right direction. You know why, too? It, it sucks. You did mention, too, like, it all happened so fast. Getting rid of Koulibaly and Tini and Metens. Mm-hmm. Really, the the one I would have liked to see stay for one more year was Metens because of the send-off. Like, he's our top scorer in history. We should have yeah. given him, a, you know, a nicer send-off. But right. he took it the right way. You know, ADL says things that he shouldn't say sometimes. You did, you mentioned his mouth runs. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. Sometimes it happens. Mm. Um, you know, but... I think he just he he regrouped and took it in the right direction. We got younger. I think I saw a stat where it was like we were twenty six point seven average age. We went down a year. We went down to twenty five point seven. We have a younger yeah. team, yeah, and we've seen in the past when we're when we're more hungry with players that have something to prove, we we, we play better, you know. And it sucks, but I rather rip the bandaid off 
I'd rather rip the Band-Aid off mm -hmm. in one shot if we're going to lose those three guys than keep, sure. okay, one at a time, one at a time, one, one at a time. time, time. You know, I don't like that like idea that. of one at a time. And also, you got money for Koulibaly. Mm -hmm. um, if Fabian leaves, why would you want to leave him? Get, get nothing for him if you know he's not going to play. Get your 20 mil. Like, send him to PSG and then take it from there. He invested in a great backup striker who's had success in the league. Simeone had 17 goals last year. 17 mm -hmm. or something like that. He was one of the top, I think, five or six guys. You got Raspadori, a, a main Italian prospect who's already played in the league for a couple of years, part of the right. national team. And then you go out and get um, Indomele, who, with the right attitude, you know, the attitude mm -hmm. is his, his issue, apparently. I don't, you know, I don't know the guy, but that's what they say. It's just is, is, is his drive there. If his drive is there, well, you know, it's, that's an improved midfield. Yeah, and Fab, you know, losing Fabian, I get it. Like it's just you know he had those long range goals, but yeah. we have a, we still have one of the best midfields in the game. So I think, right. in short, I'm sorry, I'm gonna wrap it up with no, ADL, no, 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 you take your time, we're good. With ADL, I think that you have to take it for what he is. If right. he's the owner of this team, you know he's gonna run the team the way he wants to run it. You know, there we can't do anything about that. Whether it's the funny thing that we always bash him about image rights, whether it's just like, mm -hmm. yeah, right. okay, let, I want to own your image rights so I can take calendar photos of you for the team calendar. Like, okay, yeah, it's funny, but but ADL, do we really even know? We don't even really we don't know, know. That's the, 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 we the don't details know of it. people say image rights. The minute it comes out in the news, all of a sudden, oh, something against ADL. Let's just throw some shit yes, at him, is. you know, just to get back at him. I get why, because he talks so much shit. We feel like we need to do something. To, of course. You know, talk back. Of but course. Nobody knows the details that he's in there, right? Anyway, sorry to interject, but no, ahead. no, I, I agree with that. And you know, yeah. too, the thing is too, with ADL is just, he's brought us to the point where I feel like he can bring us, which has been constantly, consistently top four. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, of course, now he faces this decision soon with body and Napoli. Is he going to sell Napoli is he, or is he going to sell body? We'll see how that goes. But when you mm -hmm. have ADL as your owner, you know where you're going to get. You're going to get somebody who um, wants it run the way he will. And so far this season, he's shown that maybe he does care about the team. We lost those big guys, but we went mm -hmm. and reinvested. With good prices, like we right, we got we got Aspadori at what is he twenty three for over? I think I saw over six years. We got to pay them twenty five more mil. Like that's ridiculous. For yeah. How how do you get Raspadori for that? You know, and it shows right. that Raspadori from Sassuolo, mind from you, from Sassuolo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The the knowing, oh yeah, maybe it's USB team. Like it's oh, it's funny, it's funny, but like you you got one of the their main guys, if not their main guy now, without Skamaka for that mm -hmm. price. At a younger right. age, it shows also that he wanted to come to the team. Sure. We get, this, we get the, the stigma, one. too. We get the stigma, too, that ADL, ha he has said things that are inappropriate or just, yeah. you know, the way he says things, not the smartest sometimes. He runs his yeah. mouth. But players still want to come. Like, you still right. got Simeone. You still got Raspadori to come. You still have Vic Victor didn't force his way out. You know, he, he, he's, yeah. he, he's still there. And he's having a good time on the field right now. It seems passion. Like. Yeah, exactly. Right. And you have you have Kavara, who's never known top flight football, really, besides the Russian league. Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to just settle down a little bit, just evaluate it for what it is. At the end of the season, we can say, was it a failure or not? But he went, you know, with the right um, attitude into into recovering what the team was before these three legends went you know were 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 finally given um freedom of leaving the club and i think he addresses the right way that's the only thing i right. could say Roth. like we don't know we don't know right. we could we could freaking lose next week it will all be like very mad and sure oh, like adl sucks again but sucks right again. now right. you know you know right now we we address it the way that i feel like a smart owner would do it. And he didn't make us worse. You know, I think we, right. we our depth, our versatility, 
actually, if you look at it compared to last year, got better. You know what I mean? Like you mentioned his whole in his whole era is probably one of the best. Honestly, it's probably one of the best transfer. And if he gets Navas, this is like an incredible, this is an incredible window. Like if we get Navas, even at 35, the guy's a general commander, like we, we improve even more. So we'll see where it goes. I I think that right now we should stay Nabogatit a little bit, just be quiet and and just let it go. You know, let, let, let's see where we go. Yeah. Just calm down. Let's see where it goes. We, we're Napoli at the end of the day. We're not Juventus and Inter with all this tons of money. We're just not. We right. do it the way we can, mm-hmm. and we'll see where we go. And and hopefully these guys that are hungry lead us to you know maybe our first with that. Don't who knows how long. Who knows? So who knows? We'll see. We'll see. see. I'm. I'll even go. I I won't say I died on the hill. I'm dead, so I can't even say it for this season again. I'm confident in the team though. I'm I'm happy for the team. I like the way they look. I think even just I think even winning a top four again this season would be a big accomplishment sure, for this yeah. team. It, it, the fact that we we were considered like these big underdogs, so to take one of those spots, I think already is a big deal and would almost you know is it would be considered a, a a successful season, especially what we do in the in the Champions League. But overall, I'm happy. Um, I understand why ADL got a lot. You know, he caught a lot of shit. He deserved it, yeah. But I think he's making up for it, you know, somewhat. So, uh, you know, I, I think we're heading in the right direction. I think the team needed to reset. I, I, I think we needed to rebuild again. I think we needed to get younger. We're starting to see these teams kind of like on this new trend where it's like, hey, man, I, I think those overinflated salary prices, uh, Giovanni. Those days are are those days are numbered in my opinion. Uh, I hope so. You know, we're going into a recession. We just came out of a pandemic that we haven't experienced in over a hundred years. I mean, it's time for change. We have to rethink how we do things. I think we've created a bit of a bubble, especially in soccer, and you know, it's it's unsustainable the way things were going. And and to 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 continue on that road, I I, don't, I think was dangerous for the sport. So for that, you know, I'm I'm gonna give ADL his props. But I think at this point now, you know, again, you said with Navas, if he comes in, I, I think it's complete. But now it's the ball, I think, is in the court of Spalletti and the team now. I mean, 100%. if 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 the ADL gave these guys gave Spalletti what he wanted, he gave the city what they wanted, it's time for them to produce. They have to fulfill their end of the bargain. And I think some people don't give that accountability to players. They think, oh, if we lose over this, everything is ADL's fault. I get mm-hmm. it. He's the president. The decisions start from the top. Fine. But it's kind of like if somebody goes commit a, a, a crime on the street, right? Is it the, our president's fault in the country? No. It's We're all responsible. So I, I want to see Napoli take the responsibility. I want to see Spalletti take the responsibility. I want to see the players that we brought in say, I want to win. Now I'm going to do something about it and and produce the results. Ah. Ah. <laughs> let's get a Fortunopoly going in the chat, guys. We're going to wrap up here. I'm going to have you. Uh, let's get a little music going, man. I like the music. Uh, here we go. Okay. Got a little background music fading in here. Uh, Giovanni, you want to plug anything, any projects you got going on here? Yeah, I want to say thank you again to Raf and also Raf Arispo, both of you guys, for having me. Really appreciate it. Just want to plug Calciabasta TM on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, Calciabasta on YouTube. Me, uh, Danny Russo, who you guys know, and my friend Lucas Sun. I want to give him a shout-out, too. Good luck to you in Italy, bro, playing playing football out there. Uh, but we will be back soon as well um, with our yes, own stuff. Follow so follow us. But again, Forza Napoli, sempre. 
and uh, we will see where we go from here. Thank you again, Rafa. Appreciate it. Man. No, my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad you're having me. Rafa Respo joined. He's on vacation. We're working now, Giovanni. <laughs> Rafa Respo joined a vacation. Hey, Rafa. Hopefully, I did you well, my friend. I, I had to I had to sub in. Hopefully, I made you proud. Oh, you did a great job. You did a great job. Uh, it's, it's our, this is the depth, right? This is the depth of like Napoli content creators, man. We got a whole bunch out here. Uh, but yeah, Rafa, give our love to Ali and the kids, man. And enjoy your time out there. And we'll see you again next week. I just want to rip through his names here. Um, be sure to, guys, yeah, definitely be sure to give us a like. Give us a share. Uh, tell all your friends. Get in on the action. Uh, it's lots of fun. We, we certainly, I certainly appreciate uh, everybody who comes through. You really make this show special. Uh, we've been doing better. We're, we're improving more and more. So, again, big thank you uh, to every, all of our listeners as well on the audio, all of our uh, chats and chat members in the live. Um, it's just a lot of fun. You really make this show special. So, uh, Sunday at the meet, I'll be there. Oh, breaking, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Sunday, at the, I'm, I'm assuming this is the... Uh, 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 the Tri-Stainopoly Tri uh, uh, club, so look at that. I won't be. I just got some new work. I'm working weekends. Thank I'm God. not going to be at a lot of things. You did fantastic. Take care, boys. Joey Carbs. But that is all the time. Again, again, thank you again to Giovanni Gozzolino for joining us tonight. Thank you to everybody in the chat. It's been a pleasure. Hopefully, uh, this form continues, right? Against Fiorentina. We we'll see. We play Fiorentina in Tuscany next Let's week. Let's do it. Man. I think we need some redemption. I think some redemption for next week is due, guys. But until but until that time, uh, stay safe. And Fort Sinopoli Center, guys. Ciao. Ciao.